And we are going live. Three, two, one. Hey, this is Gengar Greasy, and you're listening to the Poke Tower Podcast. Yo, what's up, everyone? Special live episode of the Poke Tower Podcast. Episode 65 this week. Uh, we had to delay the podcast yesterday. Um, it was supposed to come out this morning. That's kind of confusing. We record them on Tuesday nights. They come out Wednesday mornings. Uh, it is now Wednesday afternoon. Or no, it's Wednesday night. Um, and we didn't want to postpone anymore. So we're going to try a special live episode today. Uh, we won't be answering any questions or you know interacting as much as we normally do with like a box break or something like that. We're still going to put out the podcast uh, the same way we do, but if you want to watch it live or if you want to tune in later, that is totally up to you guys. All right. You ready, Devin? Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, oh my gosh. It's like zoned out. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just like listening to like the, the echo of like the, the live in oh. my ear, but I just want to hear how it sounded. So I'm going to take this out now. Go. Okay. Got it. Yeah, so we're still working on the audio stuff, guys. Um, we will have we will have that down. Um, <coughs> Omicron. We'll have that down as soon as as soon as uh, possible. Um, it's all new stuff to us. But thank you guys for tuning in. If you're watching live, um, he said, "Who needs eyes on the road?" Sorry, I'll try not to read the the comments too much. Uh, we'll just go right into the show today. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. A couple eye opening things uh, that I saw. Um, and hopefully we can get the podcast back on schedule. I know we're kind of like every other week, it's like something new. Um, we're trying to get it to where everything's just normal. It's a learning curve. Yeah, everything's normal. Uh, back to, you know, Wednesdays every day or every week. Um, but it's taking time. You know, yesterday I had a, I had a pretty uh, tough day. So it uh, was not a good day to podcast. So we're going to try and fix that. All right. You got anything? Yep. Uh, no, pretty excited getting episode 65. I know we got some cool stuff. I'm so sorry about the, uh, audios for last week. I apologize. Uh, we're still learning this remote stuff and trying to get the best filters and processors through. So it sounds good through, uh, our remote setup that we got going on right now. Absolutely. But, uh, yep. I think we're dialing it in like as much as possible. Like we're getting closer and closer each week. Yeah. So, uh, without, without, uh, further ado here, episode 65 of the podcast, we're going to get into some Pokemon news this week. Uh, keep in mind, guys, this was scheduled for Tuesday night, so if some stuff seems old to you, it's okay. We're going to go over it. Maybe you can get our opinion on it, because I know we haven't spoken on a handful of these things, even if you've seen it already. Um, and yeah, we'll we'll dig into it together. All right, here we go. First thing up this week, let me get into the slides here. Boom. All right. We got the Logan Paul drama that's going on. It's it's still a, a, an occurring thing. Um, we're going to take a look at the article from pokebeach.com. And uh, get into it. Uh, you know, we we talked about Logan Paul stuff before, and it looks like you know we're gonna have to deal with this. This is gonna keep happening. Um, so the drama this week, let me close that ad. The drama this week is that uh, Logan Paul, I think it's last week, he spends three point five million dollars on a base set case that may be fake, uh, and it's because the Pokemon community uh, was basically picking apart the pictures, the videos, the photos, you know, everything, and uh. There were small details here and there, like oh, this might be fake, and that was, I'm sure he has protection. But man, why? It's it's amazing that the fraud keeps happening to the guys at the top, you know. Um, so 
Earlier this month, YouTuber Logan Paul announces he purchased a case of first edition base set booster boxes for 3.5 milli. The news spread across the gaming outlets and social media like wildfire. Okay, there's the picture there. <clears throat> this is the first time I'm reading this stuff, guys. I didn't I didn't drink the Kool-Aid at all, so this is all new to me. Uh, however, let's see here. I did not report the announcement on Pokey Beach because we had doubts about the product's legitimacy. Now investigations by members of the Pokemon community have uncovered significant evidence that may show the product isn't authentic. Uh, YouTuber Rattle was the first to compile the, the most of this evidence, some of which was known eight months before Logan Paul made the purchase. Rattle also kindly helped me with this news story. Okay. So this case uh, of base set Pokemon appeared on Canada's eBay site March 29th. Oh, wow. So it's been there a minute. Uh, fans could not place their bids for 10 days. The seller number one Pokemon, Pokemon master had almost no feedback and their listing was riddled with significant grammar errors. Oh, my gosh. The seller also changed their username before the auction went live. Yeah, so that's like sketchy stuff. Okay. Here's some uh, pictures. I don't know if we can... Oh, of course we get spammed with the ad. That's great. Okay. So this is what we're looking at. How do I get out of here? Come on now. Oh, gosh. Get out of there. Why are you doing this? There it is. There's the price. Real, real zoomed in. Nice and big. Yeah. Oh my gosh, ads. We're just Poke, Poke Beach has got to stop. Okay, so this was the description. We're not going to read the whole description, but apparently this thing was riddled with error. There's a label there. Some tape. Hmm. Here's the story. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm going to read the synopsis here. Many collectors in our community immediately assumed the auction was a scam. The seller advised a box was a once-in-a-time-lifetime opportunity, so clearly understood its value. Yet someone who understands the value of this item wouldn't also sell it on eBay and ship it to the winner via $30 Canada Post. Yeah, those are, those are big red flags. Uh, they usually contact an auction house, a respected seller, and yeah, they do it through a middleman type of service because that's, you, you need it to be sterile when you do a big transaction like that. Uh, you even see like pokey talkers do that. They're like, I'm a middleman. If you want to buy a card and trade, I can take it in the middle for a small fee. It's the same thing on a bigger level. Um, let's see. Short of that, they'll fall, They'll allow a buyer to fly out. Okay, so they're talking about companies that do that. All right. Uh, the history or story of the expensive items is also essential for their sale. Buyers need to know how items change hands in order to verify their authenticity and origins. But the seller told three different origin stories. You want to know how I got these scars? <laughs> He originally stated he bought in Canada from an old woman during an estate sale. Okay. Uh, then mm. over DM, he tells another buyer it was a gift for his 12th birthday. Right. And, and right. then there's a third story. <clears throat> so the auction ends April 9th with 86 bids. Highest bid was only 72,500. 72, this indicated Pokemon's most serious collectors weren't interested in this item. If they thought it was real, they would have bid above that. Okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah. After all, an individual box sells for four thousand four hundred thirty thousand each. Uh, wow. Okay, a sealed case of six would be somewhere around two point six million. The lukewarm response is enough to tell you people thought something was amiss. Okay, so the price was already in question here. Uh, the seller accepted the highest bid, which made which made by PSA Pikachu for seventy two five. Both he and the seller agreed to cancel the eBay auction and continue their deal off eBay. Okay. See, that's sketchy stuff too. Yeah, yeah that's already sketch. 
However, PSA Pikachu bailed when the seller wouldn't let him fly over to inspect the box, hiding the box from inspection. So this is just riddled issues here. Uh, the seller next offered the box to Card Kahuna, which I've heard of, uh, who purchased it from an undisclo- for an undisclosed price. The box was shipped to him in the United States without insurance. Wow. Okay, Card Kahuna makes a video of them receiving the box. Uh, according to them, an authentication company named Baseball Card Exchange was pre- uh, present to authenticate the box. While their company has significant presence and experience in the world of collectibles, their reputation is non-existent in Pokemon. So again, that's kind of useless there. Uh, nevertheless, they stated the box is real and they wrapped it in the company's shrink wrap. And that's what you see here. That new look there. Okay, where are we at? So, the company did not publicly show their authentication process when a hot ticket item has this much controversy. Co- controversy. Companies usually go into detail about their process. Okay. Yeah, it's very, uh, what's it called? Transparent. Yeah. So, during the video, a third origin story is revealed. The seller conveyed to the buyer that he bought a house in Canada and found the box in the attic. Oh, my gosh. This is the joke. Okay. You know, why is all, why is, see, for me, because Logan's in the entertainment industry, it's like, is this entertainment or is this a real story? Right. Because his job is to get views. Right. There could have been, there could have been somebody who did have this box. It could be real and they could just be making up this big story and this big elaborate deal. For the entertainment, because that is what they're a part of. Yeah, his job is to sell views. Yeah, and it's not very hard for them to be like, hey, man, go make a fake website. We'll purchase this box. We'll purchase this box, like, like privately. You'll sell it on your eBay. I'll bid high. We'll say that's a big scam. It'll look like it's a big scam, and then I'll look like I get busted, but then we'll find out all the cards are real. It'll be this big entertainment thing, because why not? This guy who's deep in Pokemon is not going to get got his money. I don't think yeah. so, you know? No, that... In the video, they mentioned this is the only base set case to exist. This isn't true. Gary, uh, King Pokemon, has one. Some also have gone up for auction over the years. It doesn't seem like sports collectors in the video knew what they were talking about. Yeah, and of course, they, they don't. They just say stuff to pump it up. Uh, red flags on the box. So Wizards of the Coast printed Pokemon products with a label listing the product code and corresponding barcode. All known cases of base set that have sold over the years have been seen with the product code of this, W0633 whether they were first edition or not. So the issue is is that Paul's case had a label that was W0633-1E, so first edition, which is kind of like sketch, right, because they don't do that. So there's no known examples of them ever doing this 1E at the end. That's a little funky. They said they started, yeah. using, they started using the 1E code on Jungle and Fossil. So, it, mm. you know, there, there may have been, like, well, this may have been one of the newest base set first edition boxes when they started that transition, but it's not likely. Right, because they may have to go through an unlimited print too before they even got to Jungle and Fossil. Yeah, yeah, so there's something up with that. So that's what they're talking about here. There could be a, there could have been a later print where, they, print where they started using the 1E, but there's really no evidence to do that. Um, the next part here, the product's barcode is generated from the product code. You can scan a barcode and, and then translate into bars, okay? For example, when this barcode for the first edition fossil case from above, which I was easily able to replicate with a code to barcode barcode tool. What is this? Okay. But the barcode on Paul's case perfectly matches a case product code with W63, the same thing. 
since his case product code is 1E, his case's barcode should be different, but it wasn't. It matched the old ones. Okay, I see what's going on. It almost certainly proves the label is fake or modified. There's no reasonable explanation for why his box's barcode doesn't match the printed product code. Okay, I get that. So there's a lot of evidence here. Um, wow, there's so much stuff. There's a dude. Look at this. This they just keep going on. Oh, wow, yeah. I can't cover all of this. Um, all I we talked about this before, though. You know that Logan's. It's job, so hard. It's so hard to to tell with like like the Paul brothers whether it's entertainment or it's real um, yeah. because they've been they're in, they're in both industries of like where they're really really passionate about what they do and they're ambitious. So like. They could be taken for a fool and be like, yeah, he's just ambitious. He's not a real boxer. If we're talking Jake Paul, he's not a real boxer. And then everyone's saying that he's doing all this faulty stuff. But he could be the real deal, and he's ambitious and putting in the training and grinding. Or it could all be faulty, and it's for entertainment. It's for money because they're in that business too. So I yeah. can see it going both ways. Logan Paul, Jake Paul. You know what you I mean? Know, they both that's do similar the, things. That's the thing. It's like he's like, okay, how can – you know, I can buy this fake box for $3.2 million, you know, and fabricate this giant story. How much money can I make on the story? You know what I right. mean? It's not right. about selling the cards and having a good time. It's like, he's like, what? what's the most entertaining thing I can do for my audience? Well, let's talk about Pokemon because that's a hot topic and I love Pokemon. Uh, so there's, there's the content. Here's the story. I'm going to sell you a story. Um, and then, you know, here's our avenue, YouTube or whatever we decide to do. And we're going we're gonna to put, a, you know, a drama, right? We're going bring to a, bring a problem to the table and you guys are all going to talk about it for months on end. You know, and they make money off that, you know? Um, so, Logan's smart. I'm sure he has insurance and he had all that stuff covered. So, he didn't get, like, he didn't get got, you know what I mean? Um, but, in the meantime, while we're all crying and butthurt about it, he's making money off of it. You know what I mean? So, I don't think he's hurting too bad, uh, even if it is fake. Um, yeah. He wins it either way. Fake box, oh, I still made a couple million in content. Real box. Oh, I still made a couple million in content. You know, you guys click the ads. You guys click the video. You guys watched it. So yeah, and if he gets if he gets another viral video on his on his checklist, you know, that's just more yep. more opportunities for him. You know, where people are like, hey, he said it before. He loves storytelling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, the answer the answer was hidden in one of his interviews. You know, um. So I I take this with a grain of salt, and it just doesn't affect any of us. It just shows. You know, we, we've always told you guys, you know, there's fraud at all levels. You know, you ever, everyone thinks that, oh, this scammer got on me for 50 bucks. It's like, dude, there's, there's such higher scam out there that people aren't aware of. Um, and that's why we do this podcast, though, to teach you, you know, the best ways to, to protect yourself. We talk about this stuff. Um, yeah, so it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I have a couple base set booster packs and I got my base set hollows that I, I graded and some that I've ha- still haven't graded. Um, but this doesn't change the way I think about base set at all. It doesn't leave a, a stain, not one bit. You know what I mean? Right. All right. Uh, you got anything else on that? Uh, no. Okay. So here we go. We're going to get into the highest sale of the week for Pokemon. Here we go. Like, I'm like trying to keep my, uh, my my talking down because I know the audio is still like messed up. No, you're good. You're good. It, yeah. Hey, you guys, he sounds better than last week. You guys can let us know if you're watching live. Here we go. That's why I'm, I'm like laying low. I'm like, oh, man. Boom. Pokemon, highest sale of the week. 
a glue rock. Glue rock. 90K first edition base set uh, Charizard. It's with the autograph on it. PSA 10. Um, oh, whoa, with the autograph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's tight. You know, and here's the thing, guys. Yeah, they say they say it sounds much better, Devin. Um, this is this is the issue. I know that this is a ninety thousand dollars sale, but when I was looking for the highest sale of the week this week, they were all like two thousand, three thousand, four thousand dollars. Nothing was in the tens of thousands. No twenties. No thirties. No forties. You know what I mean? It was like everything. Yeah, Everything was like four thousand and below, and then there was this one ninety thousand dollars sale. So of course, this wins for the week. Um, you guys know that sometimes these complete, sometimes they don't. We just report the information. Uh, but what was I talking about here? Oh, everything else was like four thousand and below, and that kind of correlates to what we talked about last week on episode sixty four. That things are things are slowing down. You know what I mean? Um, and does that mean you need to go buy the whole market right now? No, I think there, I think I'm just, I wanted to check back in with you guys because I made this prediction after the 25th anniversary and things cool down, there's going to be yeah, all kinds of opportunity. And I we, think it's good because it gives you more time to, to get whatever, whatever you want. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like now, now you don't have to like rush like, Oh man, that's going up in price. Well now it, you have the opportunity where it could go down or just stay where it's at for a long time. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, well, you know, it's just one of those things like if, if the highest sale of the week is barely clipping 4,000 here pretty soon, like think about it, guys, we were, we were reporting five figure sales every week. And now it's like, you know, (laughs) we had trouble finding this one is what I'm trying to say. This was the only thing that was up there. Everything else is 4k and below. And don't get me wrong. $4,000 is a lot of money. That's not that's not something to joke around with, but we were much used to seeing a couple ten thousand dollar sales, a couple twelve thousand, a couple twenty. You know what I mean? Some in the thirties, and then there was this one big one at fifty. What I'm saying is it's trending down, right? So yeah, we had this one ninety thousand dollar sale, but the trend of five figure sales is going down. Now we're seeing four figure sales, um, and we'll we'll see how that progresses as the year goes. Maybe there's a a, a large event that changes that. But I think as we get into year 26 and year 27 uh, and year 28, those are going to be some of the best years to buy Pokemon. And then uh, year 29, you can expect to see what we saw maybe in 2020. You know what I mean? <laughs> 2019, yeah. 2020, where it kind of uprises. And then 25th is just everyone's sick. So I, like I had enough. You know, too much cake. Yeah. Right. So the right. glue rock. Okay. Yep. We've seen him before. Not with the autograph, though. Um, oh, here we go. This is this is exact. I wanted to touch on one more thing. There's a bonus highest sale of the week. Bonus highest sale of the week, guys. The PSA 10 Pokemon base set Charizard uh, booster pack sealed, right? I highlighted this because I'm not telling you to go buy a base set booster pack and try and pull a 10 on it. But we've been talking for what, three weeks now about buying PSA 10 graded packs. This is the first one I've seen in a while that's sold. So do we start seeing more booster packs sell here pretty soon that are graded? I don't, I can't tell you that, but I can tell you that I've been putting you on notice for a month now that this is an untapped market. You know what I mean? Dang, that's crazy. 
Yeah, and it's a first edition pack that you know is going to cost you thirty five hundred on its own. Yeah, and it was it was it was probably useless in the first place. It was just a light light yeah. pack or something. Yeah. Yep. You know? yep. Something to think That's about, crazy. guys. Something to think about. You really want to challenge that yourself as a collector and and start grading some high end stuff. I think the booster pack market is untapped, uh, and I wanted to show you this so that you guys can see I'm being consistent with what I'm saying. I'm not feeding you guys junk. Here's here's a little bit of proof. This is not all the proof, but here's a piece of the puzzle. You got to put it together. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and it's just a smart buying thing because I don't I don't think this is popular enough yet, but it's on the rise, and I think this is a sign. I'd hate to see five more sales in the next week. I'm like, look, I told you so. You know, it could go that way, but we'll see. You know what I mean? I'm just putting you guys on notice. Okay. You got anything on that one? Nope. Okay, let's get into can't, the... I can't touch that. Let's get into the Elite Four this week. Here we go. This song is it's a good song. Have you heard it yet? No, I haven't. <laughs> you listen to the podcast. You're here. I listen, I listen to like, 50, like maybe like, I think it's 15, like seven minutes of yeah. our last podcast and my my vocals i was like oh man i'm sorry my audio i was like oh so here we go uh, guys elite four this week boom we're back in um i am i am heavy on uh on expedition slabs uh let me give you a couple examples here guys remember i said that expedition sky ridge and aquapolis are the pretty much the only brand i'd, I'd want to get a six out of First edition as well, right? Uh, it's That's the few sets that I'd want to get a six out of just because I think you can be lenient with these ones. But it has to be specific yeah. specific characters, specific rarities. Uh, for example, here we got a PSA 8 War Turtle Reverse out of Expedition. $40. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Re- regular subs right now are 100 bucks. Uh, there's only going to be so many of these War Turtles, and War Turtle is a is a popular character, right? Popular Pokemon, uh, not as popular as Squirtle or Blastoise, but he has a place. Right, right. You got the Reverse Hollow Venusaur, sixty dollars. That is a sick card, by the way. I love that artwork. the The one on the right. I really like the Reverse Hollow uh, Expedition cards. So for fifty nine bucks, right. it's a PSA six. But again, you, you're playing you're playing population supply demand game. You're not playing high grade, high price game. You're playing no. I I have a very limited amount. Uh, uh, I have something that's actually scarce. You know, the shortest printed set in Pokemon. I got a piece of it. That's what you're playing. Right. Yep. Uh, again, another Expedition Venusaur Reverse Hollow PSA eight fifty bucks. It's not bad. <laughs> Look at this next one, PSA eight non Hollow oh. Alakazam. Yeah, there's 25 watchers on that. 39 OBO. Are you kidding me? He can probably take 30. Yeah. You're going to get a PSA 8 out of the pack sometimes. Are you kidding? Like, that is... Yeah, that's what I'm, dude, that's what I'm saying. Like, these, these cards, even if you went and bought yourself a brand new Expedition pack, like, how much did Ex- Expedition pack go for? Like, five, six hundred maybe? Yeah, probably a little more. You might more. open it, get like a hollow or a verse. And get an 8 on it. And still only get an 8. Yeah. And like, you got to grade it for a hundred and you got to grade it. Yeah. This would be the hit that you got in, in the, in the pack. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, and I, I share this because, you know, um, I don't ever want the Poke tower to be a, a competition of who has more money. So I share this because anyone can, can collect at a high level. 
I would rather see this card in your collection because you love Expedition than see a Rainbow Zard that came out last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is more impressive to me. It's not the price. More, it's not the price. Tasteful. Yeah. It's not the price. It's the thought that you know why you bought this. You didn't buy it because you saw it on TikTok. You bought it because you, you understand what I'm talking about. Okay, we're talking about a capped population and the shortest printed set in Pokemon. Also, the last sets that Wizards of the Coast ever printed. There's lots of story behind this. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. You know, and and anyone anyone can collect at this level, right? You know, forty yeah, dollars, forty bucks. Forty bucks is a tank of gas. Okay, I know that yeah. that's that's you know that's a phone bill in some cases. I get it, but you know, I don't want to hear people complaining. You know, saying ah, you know, I don't have money to collect like you, dude. It's like, look, thirty dollar bill gets you an an expedition Alakazam PSA eight. You yeah, can, you can do it. Anyone can do it. So I wanted to highlight that this week. Okay, number three on the Elite Four. Like that. Boom shakalaka. Yeah, these are still sick. I got to get one, man. I told you. I got to get one. I told are you guys. All, but I don't think these are U.S. sellers. Oh, there's a U.S. seller right there. Yep. Look at the prices, though. Remember, guys, I bought I bought Venusaur, uh, Charizard, Venusaur, Blastoise, and then an extra Charizard and an extra Blastoise at one forty a pop. That was my average price. Look at this. Wait, so you, you can you buy three of them if you want, like the full like like picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With them stacked. Yep. Oh man. So yeah, they're they're they got their own guy. Uh, but look at this: one nineteen OBO for uh, Venusaur, one nineteen free shipping Venusaur, one ten free shipping Venusaur, ninety eight with twenty dollars shipping. Blastoise, one oh four, one nineteen, one twenty eight. Charizard. Like we said, was going to be the most popular one. I told you guys, he was at 140 when I told you guys to buy. Look at the prices now: 155, 157, 170, 170. It's been what yeah. two? It's been two weeks. You know, and it's going to have, it's going to have its ebbs and flows, right? Mm. Char, this this Charizard could drop down to 130 next week because the the, the supply yeah. the supply is too much for the demand, but at some point. At some point, these are going to expire. Right. And they look great. You guys saw the picture that I shared. They look great. Yeah, I'm I'm adding them to my watch list right now. They're sick. (laughs) They're sick. Let me tell you guys something. You see the one that says 119, the the Venusaur on the left side that says 119.95? That's the seller I bought from. And he packed them very nicely. He did a great job. Um, I even asked him, I said, Hey, can you send this UPS to my, uh, to my place? Because it's easier than USPS. And he was like, no problem, man. Done. Sent it quick. I had it in a few days and it was, it was packed immaculately. He took great care of it. And you know, that's him right there. And I, you know, the guy with the Christmas tree in the back. Yeah. 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 You know, and I don't, I don't speak highly of eBay sellers. You guys know that. He's got one of these golden boxes too, of the Pikachu golden box we talked about. He does. And he was, he was very nice person. I'd never done I'd never done a sale with him, but he was nice. I was like, hey, I'm the dude that just bought a ton of boxes off you. Can you please do this for me? And he hooked it up. Wow. He's got all I think you can buy all of them right here for three three sixty four. Wait, 
$364.95? It depends. You got to read what's in the description because it, it might be Rayquaza, okay. Umbreon, and like Charizard. He mixes them up. Okay, I see. I see. So they, I just want to give you guys examples. Like the prices are, were down as of yesterday. Um, this is gonna keep this is gonna keep ebb and flowing. It's a new product, but eventually we're gonna reach the point where these just they're sitting on shelves like at my house right now. Okay. Yeah, these are tight. Number two this week on the Elite Four. Here we go. Boom. The booster packs are back. Guys, I, I can't I can't stress this to you enough. So we gave you we gave you the bonus highest sale of the week. <laughs> this is a first edition booster pack that sells for 9K. PSA, right? Now, there's there's a couple things tied into this, guys. You guys know I've been really high on Pokemon Black and White. What are the first two listings there? PSA 10, Pop 1, Pokemon Black and White, Next Destinies. Pop 1, Next Destinies booster pack. One's a Reshiram, one's a, one's a Zekrom. Yep, great packs. Look at the Scyther pack, 450 OBO for PSA 10. Yeah. And it's, it's very important that you guys get the 10s on these. I think that's the only way to win on these. Oh, you know what I just realized? You were like, we were talking about that base set graded pack. Hey, what do you think about that? And I was like, well, I, I can never touch that. Yeah. I have an unlimited one that I can get graded. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I got a jungle I can get graded too. Yeah. But go, go on eBay, guys. Go on eBay. Type in PSA or Pokemon PSA booster pack. There's not that many listings. And that, te- that tells me it's underrated. You want to talk about underrated, no, overrated? You want to talk about underrated, overrated? Pokemon PSA booster packs, PSA 10 only. Look at the PSA 10s. There's not a lot. There's a lot of leverage in that. And yeah, if, if you're trying to flip this thing and you buy it, you might sit on it for six months. So don't leverage yourself to where you can't make the money in six months. But understand that you have leverage because nobody's doing this right now. And there may come a time where this is important. Right. And I know we got a lot of like, I don't know if uh, any new listeners like from like that haven't listened to the uh, earlier podcast episodes, but Look at these, the sold, the completed and sold, see what the last one was for. And then if you can't find it because it's on like a best offer, go to the, uh, the one iota. Is that what it's called? One iota three. What's it called? One thirty point. One thirty point. Why do I keep saying one iota? <laughs> I have ticket? no idea. What is that? I think it's like, I think it's like for live tickets or something like oh. that. Anyways, um, go to that site, uh, one thirty point and then see the actual price. And then that's where you should start your price point. Like, okay, well. Looks like people will buy it at this point. So I don't want to buy like if someone bought it at three hundred dollars, you're not gonna to want to take someone's <laughs> someone's offer for four twenty nine. Just be like, all right, I'll take it for four twenty nine. I mean, and then if you need to turn around and sell it because you're like, this I, I just made a bad mistake. Here's you know, this is this is you're the not, you're not coming out on top. You gotta to come out lower than all that. So if the guy goes was that three fifty, try to grab it for three hundred. And if he's like no, declines, then go to three twenty, then go to three fifty, and then hit the next dude. Don't just like, oh, I gotta, I gotta just grab this one right away. Or, oh, um, they said grab the PSA 10. It's a pop one because I was really, really, like, tempted to buy these packs because you see the pop one, you see like a PSA 10. You're like, I've never seen that, and you see there's no other listing of it. And you're like tempted. You're tempted, but you gotta practice that discipline like we had in the earlier episodes of like, hey, <laughs> look at the sold and completed. Look at the sold and yeah, completed. Yeah. And make sure that you're getting it for that that good price. Yeah. Don't get God. Don't be the guy that got God. Don't be like, oh, I could buy it for seventy extra dollars when it just sold for a hundred less last week. Don't what? Yeah. Um, yeah. Don't do that. 
my the other point, guys, you guys know I've been high on black and white. Here's two PSA 10s. This is the part. See, you have to put this all together, guys. You can buy Pokemon black and white packs for $35, $40. You can grade these for 100 and something. You're only going to be at, you know, maybe $200 in. And look at this. Now, do you grade a 10? I don't know. But when you can buy Pokemon black and white packs for $35, $40, $45, you can have 10, 15, 20 submissions on those, and you might strike gold. It's always going to be a risk. It's always going to be a risk. But when you can take a pack that is $40 and turn it into $430, I don't, I don't know what we're, what we're worried about here. You know what I mean? Now, the yeah. jungle pack, the jungle pack's a little different because jungle packs are $110, $120. So if you grade it, you're already over $200 cost in. You have to get a 10 or you're in trouble. So in that instance, I would say just get the 10 here. The work's done. No risk. Uh, the only risk is that it stays 450 for a year and then it goes up later. You know what I mean? But the Pokemon Black and White is low risk. You can get 10 packs for $300. Now, which set? I don't know. I can't tell you which one I think is going to be good. I think Plasma Storm's a great start. They're a little more expensive. I think uh, Plasma Blast is a is a sleeper that a lot of people forget about, you know, and you can get those for 40 bucks. So take that into consideration. That's why I share this. You know what I mean? It's not just about buying what I'm, I'm not showing you what to buy. I'm also saying, think about the stuff we've shared in other segments that you can get on the cheap and look at what, it, it, together. Look what it can turn into. Okay, that's uh, number two this week. Let's go to number one on the Elite Four. I know this is long and drawn out, but it's really fun doing this live with you guys. Here we go. Number four, black and white PSA uh, graded slabs here. Ooh, I like that card. Yeah. The uh, Kobeon full art. Kobalion, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobalion yeah. or whatever. Now, Kobalion. these are all PSA 10s, uh, but, but let me tell you something. How many cards you see of Cobalion or Cobalion like that? He doesn't get a lot of prints. He's a very short printed Pokemon. Yeah. Look at Kira. And those, and those full arts were just amazing. Those, those full arts from the black and white were amazing. Look at Kiram. How many prints do we have of Kiram? He's a very short yeah. printed. Yeah. So we have short printed sets where they're like, oh yeah, you know, we only made so many of these. And then you have short printed uh, cards, right? They're like, oh, well in this set, there's 10 cards that were short printed. Think of it like this. I think of it as that's a Pokemon that is short printed everywhere. You know what I mean? You just don't see Kyurem. And full arts like that, you don't see them anymore. Um, so the reason I listed PSA 10s is because I these are cheap for PSA 10s. Yeah. Like I, like I say, when, you, when you're buying it's, a graded card, take off the minimum grade right now. Take yeah. off a 150. Yeah, and, and then, then look at that. Yeah, yeah. Card. And then you'll be like, oh... A raw one goes for three hundred bucks, and the greater price is one fifty, and I'm actually paying, you know, two yeah. two eighty nine for this ten. You know, or best um, offer on it. And th that's yeah, a what? that's a Cobalion, Cobalion, or whatever you want to say, two forty nine for a PSA ten. A but card you're, you're basically paying like ninety bucks. You're paying like ninety nine bucks. That card was printed eleven years ago, it's twelve crazy. years ago. Kiram, and these are also very niche Pokemon. What I mean, niche Pokemon is, is that they have their own communities around them. There are Kiram fanatics out there. That's their favorite Pokemon. There are people that yeah. like these. <laughs> there are people that like these Kmart, you know, legendary dogs. 
<laughs> you know, I I don't like Verizon. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like Verizon. I don't like Cobalion. I don't like Terrakion. But there are terracotta. people. Terracotta. Yeah. There, <laughs> there, there are people that like them though. Right. And that's your customer. And no one's, no one believes, no one believes in these guys. No one believes in and, black and white. You know what I mean? And also any, any collector in their good mind would also be your, your customer too. Cause the reasons that Denny said, these are short printed sets that weren't collected, aren't graded that often. They're Pokemon that don't get love. They're Pokemon that don't get love. So any collector that's like, that's like, yeah, they have their own collection of their, their stuff that they like. But I also have cards that I'm like, I don't really care about this card, but you, he's exclusive. You just can't get it, you know? Yeah. Or like, I know that he's like a limited type deal. And that's like, that fills my, my collector like, I don't know. Yeah. It satisfies my collector like feed. You know, uh, I'm big. I'm big on black and white, guys. I know, we, I know I've been talking about black and white for like six months. Uh, but I, I am waiting for the day to be like... I'll do black and white because it's going to take off for sure. I, I told so you. Much that's when I got back in. That's when I got back in. And I know there's millions of other people that got back in. When they saw Reshiram and Zekrom, they're like, oh, this is sick. You know? Like the, only other, the only other era that pulls me in is uh, EX. The EX era where they had like EX Emerald and EX Ruby and Sapphire. That's the only other set that pulls me in. You know, the other thing too is black and white is the only game that has a number two. Yeah, it's true. The right. other ones have like like remakes. Yep. Black and white yeah. had a part two. Um. Yeah, it's a good game. Okay. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> you guys are funny in the comments. Okay, here we go. Uh, you got anything else on this? That was Elite Four. We're gonna get into the top five now. No, that was a sick. That was sick. I like that. I liked all of them. All right, here we go. Let's get into the Poke Tower top five this week. Top five. Top five. Top five. Five. All right, here we go, guys. Um, a couple new additions this week. I really like this Elite Four top five thing because now I get to I get to talk to you guys about um my favorite like stuff, right? So I don't have to just feed you Pokemon like Devin. Devin already explained this, but you know, say. It feels great because now I can really, you guys can really get into my mind of like why I think the way I think. It's awesome. <clears throat> Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is a uh, is like a second game, but what I mean is like, it's Pokemon is the only game. Pokemon Black and White was the only game where they put two on the title, Black and White two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gilly, Gilly, I guess, I guess could, Gilly left a comment. That, yeah, so. but you could say that with any any game because you would have like. Red and blue, and then they came out with yellow. And yellow had a little bit extra features yeah. to it, but it was still the same game. So I guess it's like a two version. Yeah, but and it didn't actually like, have two on the title. Yeah. yeah. You had Ruby Sapphire, and that's the same thing as Emerald. But Emerald had like a little bit more story. Exactly. Omega, Sapphire, Ruby, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go, guys. America, Mon. Um, you can't see what I hid down here at the bottom. Let me, uh, let me see if I can move my... Can I move myself? No, I'm not going to even attempt to move myself. <laughs> okay, hold on. Uh, here's no, what... don't do that. Don't do that. You're gonna mess up your border. Don't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> here. Check this out. I'm gonna I'm gonna go incognito real quick. Let me see if I can do that. Can I do that? Boop. Uh, media source is still playing. There okay. So check incognito. this out, guys. Number five this week is Americamon. Uh, we saw the PSA 10 
sell for uh, three point eight thousand, right? So thirty eight hundred dollars is what it went for. I made a run for it. I I got squeezed out at twenty eight hundred, so I I made a run for it. And remember, remember what I told you guys. I said I think the bottom for this for this Omni is fifteen hundred. I think that's his base. Fifteen hundred is his base. If you can pay fifteen hundred, you are doing great. Um, he went for three point eight. Uh, now you're try Now you're wondering like, well, why? Why would you share these raw ones for five fifty, four seventy five, five twenty eight? It's not to tell you that I said I told you so that his price is going to drop over half. It's not to. I'm not rubbing your face. The reason I'm sharing this with you is because there's potential here. So we just talked about the black and white packs being forty dollars and how you could grade them for a hundred something and and potentially turn it into four fifty, five hundred. Okay, same process here. An express grade, we all know, costs 150 That's expensive. Not everyone has 150 I get it. But if you're in this game, if you're playing with me right now, check this out. If you can get one, a PSA 10 candidate, which is your responsibility, right? Like That's your eye. That's not my eye. <laughs> you have to be able to spot 10s, um, and you have to have a little bit of luck, right? All those things. Right. But 475 you express grade it for 150 It comes out to 164 after tax and shipping. So... uh you're talking um, $100.575 plus 60. Uh, you're at, um, you know, $630 in. You know, $630, $640 is your total cost. Okay. And you come away with $3,800 on a sale on a PSA 10. That's big wins. That's big yeah. wins. You could, if you were willing to lose, if you were willing to lose $1,200, you could do that twice and still be, and still be in the profit. If you only ended up with one ten, let's say you got a nine and a ten, you would still be in profit. Now, would I sell my PSA ten Omni? Uh, no, but I'm, I'm letting you guys know there is opportunity here if you have the skills to grade cards. Um, and yeah. you know, not everyone can do it. Now, that's the that's the that's the good news. <laughs> that's the good news. The bad news, we see a sale here for a PSA nine that went for seven fifty. That's dangerous. That's yeah. very dangerous. That means. If you went in on a 475 and you graded for 160, you're at 630, 640 cost, and you have to sell for 750, you borderline break even after fees. That's the risk you take. Um, I just yeah. wanted to show you guys, like, it, it's very ugly like this. When when cards first come out like this, that's why I always say there's a benefit to being first, but you can you can lose very bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you can lose very bad. Now there's only one bid on that PSA nine, so we don't know how legit that is. Um, I have to imagine that it 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 ended up that way. Um, that guy got screwed, but uh, you know the only way you win on that on a PSA nine like that is if you pulled it yourself on your first box. You know, that's where you could you would you'd be okay. Like, okay, yeah, I bought a box for sixty bucks and I pulled them, and I graded it for one fifty one sixty. You know, you're at two hundred dollar cost. You just three xed. On 750, <clears throat> but uh, I just wanted you guys to be aware of that you know there there is risk. And not everyone gets PSA 10. We know how hard it is to get a 10. Um, but top five because I still think Omni is great. There's opportunity there. The opportunity is clearly there. It's just a matter of are you going to be the guy that gets the 10? I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I think even if you get stuck with a nine as a collector, if you're truly a collector, this is just a card you're not unhappy with. Right, and. This kind of this goes this goes two different ways though. This goes two different ways because I I was telling uh I think I was telling Devin 
I might have been telling uh, some other guys in the court too, like, I kind of look at this guy, I kind of look at this Omni as the breakthrough of Digimon. And I don't know if you guys remember, but when Dragon Ball broke through with Goku in Tournament of Power, it turned out to be a big thing, right? Uh, now he's, he regularly sells for four or 5000 in a 10, sometimes more. And the nines, yeah, yeah, yeah. the nines sell for a couple grand. So in that instance, if you get a nine and you wait and you really believe in this card's potential, you're going to win. You're going to win, you know, short, uh, mid to long term because a nine might be worth 2000 here pretty soon. Especially if the 10 sold for 4000 the guys who have nines are be like, no, I'm going to get a little bigger piece of the pie. Okay, uh, let's get, let me see if I can get myself back up here. Boop, boop. Okay, we're back in. Oh, that's pretty easy. Back in the saddle. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Next is number four this week. This is Devin's pick. Yep, this is me. Number four. All right, <laughs> so number four, we're going to go with uh, Battles of Legend, uh, Armageddon. This is a Yu-Gi-Oh set. Um, and the reason why is because of these two cards that are in it right here. So we talked about this 10,000 dragon. Um, I said it was a starlight. It's it's classified as a different rarity. It looks like a starlight, but it's classified as like a 10,000 secret rare. Mm. Um, so that's why it has a red font, a starlight like oh, yeah, yeah, pattern yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. It looks super sick. Um, that card obviously is like way out of the range, but but people are going to come looking for this this booster box when they want this card, right? So it gives that booster box potential. So I think you don't pop this booster box looking for this guy. Potentially you could because they're like 300 bucks. So that's why I say this is a great box to pick, pick up right now. Because that, it's $300. Oh, wow. That's, that's 300 bucks. That's not bad at all. Yeah, it's not bad at all. So if you can go pick up this booster box for 300 bucks and then keep it sealed, I can see it being a really, really good Yu-Gi-Oh box that holds a lot of potential, not only because it has this uh, 10,000 dragon, but because it also has this other Starlight Rare that I thought was Japanese for whatever reason because it was like it's on OBS and like you can't see the the thing um and I put it there as just like a a like a background picture mm. but it's actually not it's a starlight rare pattern but it's called an astral astral rare so if you look at it that's why it has like the the astral like hieroglyphs on his symbols, name symbols yeah and and in, in this in the font and everything so it's another type of rarity so these are two brand new rarities that Yu-Gi-Oh hasn't put out and and don't don't you guys can fact check me actually fact check me here because i'm not sure if these are the only ones they've ever put out but these are two of the biggest ones that they put out and i haven't seen any others like this that's since. good that's now, a I'm good looking box research. yeah and i'm gonna keep doing my research but also what i like about it too is that you can buy hangers so like you know the, the hanger packs the ones yeah. that have the cardboard backing yeah. and the plastic and then it has a pack inside yeah those look amazing I think those look amazing for for display for any collector that likes Yu-Gi-Oh. It has the uh, the Red Eyes Darkness Dragon. It has Judgment Dragon. It has Chaos Emperor Dragon. It has two more other dragons. So you have five dragons on the hangers. Mm. Um, I think they're often like a good selling thing too. So I think the set all around has a ton and ton of potential in terms of if you were to buy it, keep it sealed. If you wanted to open it because you got a little antsy. Um, if you're just a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan and you're looking for something to rip into that's going to bring like a lot of value, maybe this is what you do. Um, I'd rather just buy the raw because I'm not going to hunt an old vintage box like that. Yeah. But uh, I think I think this set right here has a ton, a ton of potential. I think a lot of people don't pay attention to it. I think it had a lot of hype maybe back then, um, but right now I think it's dying off, and I think that's the time to buy this this set sitting at 300 bucks. Did this come out I before would, Toon would, Chaos? 
Yeah, it came out with 14 Chaos. Mm. This is a uh, 2000. Uh, it says 2020. Yeah, I know. That's why I was like, oh man, that must have been right before Toon Chaos. Yeah, I think it's beginning beginning of the year. Toon Chaos was a big hit. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, even, I didn't even see this box in stores like yeah. ever. Yeah, I saw, I saw it in one garage, one garage uh, card store, mm. and that was it. Okay. Yep. Next one here, another pick for you. Oh yeah, this next one. So uh, we talked about this. These uh, Digimon tournament cards, these uh, prize cards. Yeah, a couple episodes ago in the Digimon uh, like news segment or a topic. Yep. And this Stingmon card actually interested me a lot, only because they don't make a lot of good Stingmon cards. They're coming out with some in the classic collection that are okay, um, but they're not the rarity that I want. Like it's not it's not the rarity that I like. It's not exclusive. It's not something that's hard to get. So it like all these cards are commons or rares. Um, so this card right here really caught my attention, and the fact that. It's exclusive because it is a it is a promo card and it's limited. Um, really draws my attention. And for forty bucks, this thing's going for forty bucks. It's a Stingmon. I've seen other. I think is it his Hollow? Is it his his Hollow from Digi Battle that goes? There's only like one for sale right now. It's one hundred twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I tried like, sending that guy an offer. <laughs> like Stingmon's Stingmon's popular. He is, but you know they just don't come out with great cards. So I would say, hey, grab this card if you like Stingmon. Oh, grab yeah. this card before you get like too crazy because for forty bucks you can't beat that. Right, and I actually like I like the Japanese one. But that's why I put the Japanese one up here because I like the Japanese better than I like the English. Hmm. Just because I like some of my Digimon cards in Japanese, I don't know why, but I just think it does it like more, more justice for whatever reason. It makes it look better. Yeah. More authentic, you know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yeah, Stingmon, Stingmon from the, uh, the. Uh, He's a sleeper. Prize cards. I think it's sick. And there's also a Vmon. There's a Gardramon, and there's like someone else. Nice. Okay, uh, this is number two this week. Number two? Yeah. Number two, yeah. Okay, yeah. number two. Here we go. Boom. So last week I hit you guys with the premium gold stuff, uh, which I do like, but here's something I like more. And I don't know how you guys are going to receive this, but I think it's oh, a, what? I, I think it's a great play. Whoa. <coughs> These are, are we talking legacy packs? These are PSA 10 reprints of LOB. So are these legacy or are these like the unlimiteds? They're the legacy pack. They're, they're the ones that label as reprints. So these are the no ones. No way. Yeah. So these are the ones that you guys get in the one, you know, out of, out of the packs now. And they get labeled as reprints. You know, we make fun of Chris in the Discord all the time about him having reprints. This is, uh, I think, I think... Because Yu-Gi-Oh! LOB and MRD first edition unlimited, like the real stuff, the, the original stuff, first print stuff, is so expensive. This is where you go. If you're a Yu-Gi-Oh! lover, this is what you get. And there's two benefits to this. In in almost every case, not not case as in like box of cards, but in almost every situation, um, the reprint label has a lower population. And that's awesome. Because that's that's unique in its own. If there's someone out there that wants to collect reprints only, um, there's a market for that. And there's not a lot of people that grade them as reprints. Two reasons. There's two reasons. One, if you have an ego, you don't want reprint on your slab. Two, PSA sometimes screws up the, de- the, the delineation between reprint and an original print. So there's a lot of reprints that have original labels. I have a few here myself. I have an LOB magician that should be a reprint, 
but they gave me the original label. So that gets counted towards the first print population and not the reprint population where it belongs. So that means that the reprint population, as long as they continue to make mistakes, you will always have a lower pop than the original print. And that has value. And you can also get a PSA 10 Exodia for 400. Come on. That's sick. That's sick. That's, Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. I haven't even looked at the PSA 10 version of these cards. I just... Go uh, do, uh, do like PSA 10 Yu-Gi-Oh! reprint. All kinds of yeah. stuff. That is crazy. Oh, I'm so excited now. What? Yeah. It's great. So Premium Gold was here last that's week. So but this is... Dude, this is sick, guys. Because we can get all the cards we love in a PSA 10... Who cares about the reprint? It's the card that you you loved as a kid at a at a great price in a PSA ten, all because yep. it has reprint on it. Yeah, these are so great guys, great cards. And don't don't get me if if there wasn't a if there wasn't demand for these reprint cards, people wouldn't be scalping the booster packs. Yeah. So there's demand. There's absolutely yeah. there's absolutely a market for this. Yep. Okay. Here we go. Number one this week. Boop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you guys know I shared in the grabs tab. I grabbed a PSA 8 first edition Lugia for $9.50. Now, <laughs> the day, the day, hold on, let me hide myself. <clears throat> mm. The day that, uh, the day that I bought my nine, $950 slab, Someone sold one for fifteen hundred. Mm. Look at these other listings on eBay. Thirteen ninety nine. Stole that thing, man. Yeah. That's so crazy. Thirteen seventy five. Uh, there's been sales Highway of fourteen hundred, fourteen hundred, thirteen hundred, twelve hundred. Now I don't know if you guys remember, but around uh, the one year anniversary times, what was I telling you guys? Lugia is underpriced. You should probably get one. Get a PSA six, get a PSA five for you know three four hundred dollar. Remember that I was telling everyone to do that. Yep, yep, yep. I and I said, that. and I said, if you can get a higher grade, get it under a thousand. I did exactly what I told you guys to do. Now that was that was two or three months ago when I was saying it, but I did say it, and that's how that's what I what I want to share with you guys is that that's how long stuff stays in my head. I might make it. I might make an episode twenty episodes ago. But it's always in the back of my mind that that's an option. That's a play. Yeah. And brewing. Yeah. And, and when I see it, I'm going to strike. Yep. And what do you know? What do you know? I found a PSA 8 for under $1,000. The first edition, by the way. So I just locked in my, my, you know, my pick for Neo Genesis. You know, he's one of my picks. Um, and, and, you know, I'm not a huge Lugia fan. So maybe I, I give it to Devin one day or maybe I sell it. I don't know. But I know that I had to lock in that value, and and I do I do li- I like that card. I'm just not a Lugia fan, so of course it's going to be um you know on the display here. It 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 deserves a spot on the Grail, you know. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Nine fifty. Yeah. Oops, I'm hiding Devin. My bad. There we go. Crazy. So uh, hopefully you yeah, guys that's a good good pickup. You guys can kind of see my thought process on this type of stuff. You know what I mean? I, I'm not just telling you. <laughs> I'm not telling you to buy stuff and then I don't do it myself. Um, I'm trying to be consistent and transparent. And uh, it seems like week after week, I'm able to show you guys how it actually all goes together. Yeah. Uh, What's up? 
No, we're good. We're good. It's it's only through only through Discord. Oh, okay. Because I can see like that your your board is still highlighted. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I think my board is a little messed up, but. Oh, got right. it, got it, got it. Let me fix that. Thanks. It's weird. It like changed sizes on me, but anyways, here we go. All good. <clears throat> okay, so there you go. Here's a here's a uh, recap of the top five. PSA 10 candidates for Omnimon. Very risky. I showed you what can happen if you get got. <laughs> so same time still cool though. Yeah. If you if you have one in your collection, if you're if you're like, you know, about it. Yeah. Uh Yu-Gi-Oh! Battles of Legend. The specific rarities there. Uh Sting Stingmon Altar. Stingmon Sleeper. Uh Yu-Gi-Oh! Sleeper. Yu-Gi-Oh! Reprint slabs, tens only. That's where the value sits, is in the tens only. Uh, do not, I mean, if you if you want to just get a cheap card because it reminds you of being a kid, absolutely go all out. Go all out. Go get yourself an eight. Go get yourself a nine. They're, they're probably 50 bucks. Um, At that point, just go get a starter deck. Yeah. Kaiba or Yu-Gi. But get the, get the tens on the reprints. I think there's a market there. Um, yeah. And then Lugia, first edition under, under one grand. You can get an eight for under $1,000. Is it going to be hard? Is it, will it take months? Probably. But I, I told you guys I was going to wait for my opportunity and I was going to take it, you know? So uh, it was great to share that. And that kind of goes for any any uh, PSA grail that you're looking for. You you got a price point in mind. Just wait for it. You know what I mean? Um, and, and, yeah. I, and like I said, I could turn around and sell my Lugia for $1,500 if I want to. I'm not going to. I'm not a flipper like that. But... um. It's there. The value's there. I can I can rest at night knowing that I made a good purchase and I got to got a got a card that I never had as a kid. I never had Lugia. You know what I mean? But yeah. I know people who had it. I was like, man, that is so that foil looks so nice. The white, like silver foil. It's great. Yep. Okay. Real real chancy ask. Here we go, guys. That was for the top five. Let's get into the dev core segment this week. Here we go. Right, dev course segment. Let me pull up the slides here. All right, dev course segment, guys. This week we are ta- we are talking uh, diamond and pearl promos. So diamond and pearl promos. The reason why we're talking about this, I think these cards oh. are. Dang it! There you go. I think these cards are very uh, like reminiscent of like the old school artwork. Like, so if you guys are watching the video format, we have Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup. Uh, Turtwig DP zero one is ten to forty bucks. Chimchar DP02 is 10 to 20, and Piplup DP03 is 10 to 40. Uh, I like these cards a lot. One, because they're promos. And two, they just came out with the Diamond of Pearl remake. So there's going to be a lot. There's going to be a new generation of kids coming out that are forming their, their favorite Pokemon. You yeah, know, they and, fall and in love with is, these guys. They fall in love with these guys here. They become their Charizard. They become their Venusaur. They become their Blastoise um, to them. And then they come looking for these cards when they get to our age, right? So. Right now, the pickings are kind of slim. It seems like a lot of these cards were played with, um, maybe because they were meta. Their their evolutions were meta, so they needed these cards to get them to the evolution. But uh, anyways, a lot of them have light play, medium play. Even the ones that say near mint um, are going to be kind of banged up. So use your better judgment. Make sure you really like these cards. You have an interest in a Turtwig, Chimchar, and Piplup because you're going to hold on to them for a while. So I really just want to talk about these cards because I've been enjoying Diamond and Pearl the Diamond and Pearl remake a lot. I've been playing it on my Switch. Oh, nice. Um, and I know if I've been enjoying it as a longtime Pokemon player, <coughs> I know that I know that kids growing up are going to love it too. Um, and it's super easy. It's nothing like Sword and Shield. Um, oh, it wow. also 
it also doesn't give me any of that like motion sickness that like most of the new Pokemon games are giving me. So that was a good thing that made me keep playing it. Um, it was it was like just like like old Pokemon games. So I really really like it. Um, so like I said, that speaks levels. So again, these cards are super cheap, and I think once you grade them, I think they do well because like I said, a lot of the, a lot of the people in Diamond and Pearl era of cards just didn't they didn't keep their cards to collect. They kept their cards to play with because, like, the the Empoleon from this this era, it was super meta, super super meta. You know, you could find like a B card for still like a lot of money because Empoleon was like a meta deck, and I think he had like one of the strongest attacks. Might be wrong, fact check me there, but um, I think these these cards are dope just because they have all kinds of unique characteristics. Just like how Diamond and Pearl wasn't highly collected, it was highly played. How Diamond and Pearl has a remake right now, and there's new generation building up that are gonna love these cards. And then also that they're promos, so they're only limited to the amount of product that they put out. So I think they're pretty good when you're picking them up for 10 to like 40-ish bucks. Not bad. Yeah. All right, next slide. You got anything about that? I mean... No, I those, those are actually good cards. I mean, good artwork for them. I'm a, tur- I'm yeah. a Turtwig fan. So these next cards up, uh, this is... Why do I have... I think I have them on here. Hold on. Why do I have four? There's not four cards there, is there? No, I see three. Oh, I didn't put the I didn't put the Darkrai up there. Ah, oh. ah, oh, man. Anyway, so Darkrai uh, level X DP nineteen, another promo, um, just like these other uh, level X cards you see right here. Um, super sick card. I think the colorway they went with him is dope. It's an EX style card. Um, that's the Garchomp they brought back, right? Yeah, that's the Garchomp they brought back. Uh, DP nineteen. It's forty bucks. So we all love Darkrai in the Poke Tower. He's super creepy, super scary, cool Pokemon. Um, I think that artwork does really well for him. And he's selling for 40 bucks, so he's not too cheap. So he's more of a lookout on the Devon Core segment. I got one chilling but, uh, right there. <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Was it a full art? Yeah. Sick. Um, and then this next one that I think is pretty exciting is Garchomp DP46. He's a promo. This one had a remake into the, in the 25th Celebrations uh, set. So I think that speaks levels too. He's 15 to 40 bucks. It's Cynthia's Garchomp, which is a menace. Everyone knows Cynthia's Garchomp as a menace. He just sweeps your whole team. Um, I've heard, I haven't got to Elite Four yet, so I haven't faced it to see if it really is sweeping like everyone like it does on TikTok or people are saying it does. So if he's that much of a menace, I can see him being like a Lance or something like that where people are, you know, a Dragonite. They remember it, yeah. Where they remember it, you know what I mean. So yeah. I can see, I can see kids coming back and grabbing this uh, Cynthia's Garchomp, and the fact that it has Cynthia the trainer on it, it's almost like a Team Rocket. It's like not Team Rocket, um, Gym Challenge or Gym Heroes. Yeah, Give yeah, me those yeah. vibes. So again, very niche, very cool. It's a promo. All these cards are promos. So mm, with with having EX borders, if you can find them already graded, better. I would go that route. Yeah, it's a lot better. You're gonna spend a little bit more money. But you got to remember, back in the day, these promos weren't packaged as well as they are now. So they, they were prone to having a little bit more wear and tear, especially yeah. from being wet. Uh, this next one up is Ray, uh, Cynthia's Rayquaza Level X, EP uh, 47 20 to 60 bucks. This card, another promo, EX Borders. Um, it's got all the same stuff we just talked about. But Rayquaza is a fan favorite already. And cards like this do well. They just, they just do. The other thing is, is that... For some reason, these cards here, these level X cards from the Diamond series, you know, Diamond and Pearl series, yeah, they kind of remind me of the new V Star cards. Like, like, look at them. Don't they look like the new V Star cards a little bit? Because they're white. I don't know. Maybe because they're white. I even think the Charizard one looks like it too. Mm. 
I was I was looking at them. I was like, man, these these kind of look like V Star cards. Um, that was just my first thought. Yeah. But anyways, Rayquaza, super fan favorite. I think uh, cards like this do really really well. They do. If you just go look them up, any Rayquaza Hollow or Rayquaza promo, um, just Rayquaza in general, just does extremely extremely well. And for twenty to sixty bucks, you can go pick up a, a really nice one. I was seeing some nice near mint ones in like the fifty to sixty range. So if you're a Rayquaza fan, I don't think this is a bad card. Rayakuza. Uh, yeah, Rayakuza. Uh, Raygaza. Uh, <laughs> the next one. The next one is a Charizard at level X, uh, DP forty five. Yes, we don't talk about Charizard uh, very often. That one's um, not bad. But this one's not bad. I think it's a pretty good artwork of Charizard. Um, the, and the fact that he's a promo makes him a little bit cheaper than a normal, like, pool Charizard. So if you don't have any Charizards that are old um, or, like, vintage, I'm doing air quotes if you guys are watching the, 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 the video format. But, like, if you're looking for that older stuff, you're not looking at any, like, XY evolutions. You don't, you don't want the Flash Fire stuff. You want something that's a little bit older. Um, this Charizard level X, he's a promo, so it makes him cheap. He's 60 to 80 bucks. So not too overpriced. And for 60 80 I'm sure you could pick up a PSA 8 or 9 and, and find a good spot to sell them at if you had to. Because yeah. I've seen him go for some pretty good prices once he's graded. Mm. So that's three. these three cards all have the same characteristics. They got the, uh, the cool Gym Challenge, Gym Heroes type look on them. They got the EX Borders. They're all promo, so they're limited to the amount of quantity they have. Um, I think they're really good fan favorites, Charizard and Rayquaza. And then we have Garchomp, who I think is going to proved to be like he's like one of those like you were saying earlier with um uh Kobolion and Kiram. Yeah. He doesn't get printed very often. You know, yeah, so yeah. when he does it's not a lot like of Garchomp really cards out there. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And there's a reason why Pokemon picked this card for their twenty fifth celebration, you know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. So go get the OG. All right, next. All oh. right. So these this right here is just cards that I like. I personally like from the set. They aren't anything special, nothing to write home about. These are just cards that that talk yeah, we're gonna talk about that Toxic Coke right now. He's special. It's popping. Um so Buzel DP thirteen. Um I like this one a lot just because again I wanted to show you guys how these hollows or not these hollow promo cards from Diamond Pro really have that old school artwork. Like like it looks like base set kinda. It doesn't it doesn't have like that new school type of like feel. It looks like old school hollows. Yeah. So Buzel DP thirteen, pretty sick. I like Buzel. Shinx DP fifteen, uh another banger. But Toxicroak G DP forty one, this is this is this card is on my radar right now. He's like forty bucks, I think. Oh, in like a, in, a, in like good condition. But the reason why I want him is because he's shiny. That's a shiny Toxicroak. Oh, I see. He's like, yeah. Look, I thought he was glowing or something. No, no, no. It's a shi- that's that's a shiny Toxicroak. It ain't. It's not. He's normally like purple. He's like a purplish indigo color. Hmm. He's teal. I looked up the card on eBay. He's teal, and I was like, that is a that's a hidden shiny in the, in the diamond of pearl i gotta have them gotta have them so uh I, th- I thought it was a pretty cool card and it fits my my collection perfectly because i love those like hidden shiny pokemon that they so, throw in so it's like a this was like not a this is not like, oh yeah that's definitely a different color right and then go look at the shiny it's exactly the shiny color i was like oh dude but it's one of those it. it's one of those like secret shinies like they didn't say this was right. a shiny right right and oh then yeah that's cool it thing- the cool thing too is that it has the G. It has the G, so it means it's from Team Galactic. So kind of like Team Rocket. So some more characteristic to the card. I don't have any Team Rocket or Team Rocket Returns Whoa. cards, so I think it'd be cool to have some type of villain card in my collection. And it's shiny. I don't know. It has to, has everything. Sick. Yep, there it is, right there. 
Yeah, he's shiny. Shiny Toxicroak. Okay, so that's yeah. one of those hidden shinies, like where they, the Pokemon didn't really say it, but it, yeah, this colorway is right, shiny. Right. That's yeah, and they sick. didn't have any. They didn't have any other like Pokemon that are like this. It's just pick <clears throat> pick Toxicroak to be shiny. Like, hey, you'd be cooler if you're shiny. Yeah, that type of stuff. Which cool. is, yeah. Nice. So there is the uh, Devon Core segment. It's all Diamond and Pearl promos. Um, Here, let me. Uh... The first three we talked about, I recommend picking up if you enjoy those Pokemon. I don't think they're going to be bangers here anytime soon, but I do see them picking up traction. Um, the last, the second four that we talked about, the Dark Ride, Garchomp, Rayquaza, and Charizard. Rayquaza. All have. Gaza all have really good characteristics of like sleepers <laughs> um and also if you are like I'm not, i want to say like i don't know the word and i never want to say it but i'm just going to say it and, it and see if i can explain it but like a low class collector like you haven't quite like you haven't quite like been able to break the barrier of like oh i'm gonna spend 500 dollars on a card you know I what i mean you're yeah, more yeah. like i'm cool with spending hey, 20 40 you haven't broke 60. the seal yet yeah, you haven't broke the seal yet. These cards right here are great cards that you can go and get some really sick looking like EX cards. They're not they're not cheap. EX cards are not cheap. So being a being a I don't know a, a low end collector or whatever. I'll do I'll do air quotes here. Low end collector, you're gonna be like, oh, I can't afford an EX card. But these promos here, you can. Forty bucks, forty bucks, sixty, sixty to eighty for a Charizard. He's a hype guy. So I mean, that's not bad. And then obviously, if you're a shiny guy like me and you like those little uh, niche cards, the Toxicroak is pretty cool. There you guys go. Screenshot it. Screenshot it. Oop. All right, we're back. Let me see here. Okay. Next segment here. We're moving on. Oh, looks like we're getting into Gengar's grabs this week. Here we go. This will be interesting. You guys get to see Gengar's grabs uh, live. So there will be a winner chosen tonight. And remember, guys, we're doing a new thing here. Um, remember, everyone, the polls are still open for your voting. So... Remember to dial back 1-800 in. Poke, the Poke Tower. <laughs> so, if you uh, want, if you want to see, you want to see your favorites, uh, be on the Gengar's grabs. The winner, remember, the winner gets a thousand Gengar coin. If you don't know what that is, you got to join our Discord. Uh, Gengar coin is a virtual coin in our Discord. It's kind of a part of our like economy. There, uh, it doesn't cost you any money. It's just fun money. It's like gambling money. Um, but you get cool little characters and things like that they're gonna buy you clout and uh all kinds of cool stuff at the court it's just a fun competitive thing we can do uh yeah so here we go gengar's grabs let's get into it number five here hold on one sec Oop. here we go we got a tie <clears throat> we got a tie for right off the bat this week uh let me let me just disappear devin real quick Oop. two banger cards there's just no way we got eye slayer we got pomen meets there um, Isolayer got the Hollow Blastoise from Expedition, and uh, Poen Meets gets a Lugia Japanese Hollow for forty dollars. That's why it got featured because it was a uh, forty bucks is pretty darn good. And he sent a picture of the yeah, back too. That's really good. Yeah, that's really good. Um, you can get modern cards for forty bucks, so that was a that was a big play right there. Mm, that's um, good. And you know these got these are in the top five. Uh, not because they're valuable, you know, but they can be expensive. Don't get me wrong. But um, I like the fact that Gingers grabs means. Yeah, and the and these were things that we shared on the In podcast. The yeah, um, these are things we're like, hey, you should be you should be watching this out, and that just shows you guys are paying attention, and you you know you guys kind of share the same taste as us, and that that earns. And you a spot. guys see the value too, which is yeah. dope. That earns not just a spot. the value of money, but the value in your collection, which yeah. is sick. Yep. Okay, number four this week. 
NLC hot seat champ coming in with, uh, this is only a few cards, but believe it or not, he completed a master set of Digimon by trading. That's uh, sick. He did a trade with another member of ours, which was uh, Sandslash, Steve. So, That's um, crazy. I don't even have a master set. I need to do a master yeah, and set or something. Guys, it's harder. It's easier said than done to do a master set. You know, this took time. He's been working on this for a minute, too. Uh, yeah. And, you know, I, I don't have a master set of Digimon. You know what I mean? Um, But, you know, you got to go with what you like to do. And, and some people have the patience and, and the, the drive to get master sets. And it's cool. And I love Digimon. So that's why it gets number four this week. You seriously have to be goal-orientated to do that, for sure. Like, you have to have a clear goal and do it. Otherwise, it'll never happen. Yeah. Master collections aren't for you. Okay, number three this week. Here we go. Boom. Whirlybird. So uh, that's a, a, a member that's been in the court, but he's been kind of quiet, but he just dropped this out of nowhere. Uh, this is a set of 1, 2, 3, 4, so 4, 8, 12, 16, 20 PSA slabs, all of them being PSA 10 except for the Volcanion in the bottom right. They're all PSA 10s. He got the whole thing for $540, which averages $27 a card. But but no gimmicks. Gengar Greasy, they're all hidden fates. They're all baby shinies. It don't matter. It doesn't matter. Yeah, $27 a slab. They're all, these are all like, they were, these were all hit pulls from, from, the, from the packs. You got one of these, you were like, oh, I pulled some in. Yeah. And then on top of that, they're all tens, except yeah. for one. Yeah. 27 bucks each. Like, that's, a, that's, that's poker tiring to the, to the max. We're going to get to a point to where a pack of Hidden Fates is $27. Yeah. And you'd be like, dang, he got the slabs for 27 yeah. Can't, can't beat it. I can't beat it. That's good. Can't beat it. Um, that's a great grab this week. Um, but unfortunately, the number two spot. A picture though. That yeah. Looks sick. Number two goes to another person here. Mind over matter. TCG. He's new. Yeah, he's new. He just came in like last week. Just maybe maybe a week yeah, and a half yeah. ago. Yeah. Um, came in strong too. Yeah. Uh, he comes in. He buys a binder off of. Oh, excuse me. He buys a binder off of someone for for a, from a friend who said, that, "Hey, I have old cards, you know, um, hundred bucks," and gets all these classic cards. He's got a shining Gyarados in there. If I don't know if you can see the picture on the right, the picture on the right hand side is loaded with Yu Gi Oh hollows. There's two blue eyes right there, and looks like six dark magicians. It's absolutely yeah, it's out of nuts. control. Uh, there's a Zapdos hollow, Scyther, Magneton, Alakazam, Pidgeot, Nido Queen, Nido Queen, Aerodactyl. <laughs> Uh, there's a uh, nine tails up there, Clefairy, Wigglytuff. There's a couple other that I can't see. There's a Blastoise base set two in there. I mean, any one of these cards could go for a hundred dollars on their own. Man. Any any one of them, the Shining Gyarados on its own. You already paid for the whole the whole binder. Uh, so yeah. that was that was a hell of a grab. Yeah, that is a hell of a grab. That is nuts. The Shining Gyarados is just was just a diamond. Diamond in the rough. That's crazy. And yeah. then to come up on the Yu-Gi-Oh hollows because those look like that's a those are broken necks. So if that's if that's LOB blue eyes, that's big. I think they're S big. I think they're SKEs. Ky uh, starter Kaiba expansions. Okay. S okay. SKE. And, yeah. And then what about the the uh, Dark Magicians? Are those starter uh, deck? I think there's three of them are start. Four of them are starter deck. I do, I think one is a BPT magician booster pack ten. Uh, the other yeah. one, the other one might be a SYE. 
it doesn't say because it looks like the red outline one. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Dang, that's crazy. Number one this week is a uh, is it's a culmination of of what we talk about here at the Poke Tower. Goes to ATM for life. He grabs a Stormfront Zard Hollow, and he grabs the Plasma Storm Shiny Zard. Um, it's number one this week because we've we've talked about these guys time and time again. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fun, fan of that Stormfront or uh, Plasma Storm Zard. Um, yeah, we his, both are. The prices just keep going up on them, you know. And there's a lot of popularity, and yeah, you know that that could mean that we're already at the end when you see prices just keep going up and up and up. But I. We haven't even touched black and white yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those are great cards. Zard, you know, the Zard is... The and that's the Charizard stick. You don't yeah. see that one a lot. The Stormfront. You don't front. see him being... Yeah, the Stormfront. You don't see the Stormfront one being, like, posted on yeah. on social media all over the place. So that's a sick Charizard. It's good yeah. artwork, too. The Stormfront is super expensive. Yeah. Yeah. That is sick. That is... It's the original art in 3D. It's redone. I was going to say, it's like green wings, right? Because he yeah. has green wings. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's sick. These are classic cards, you know? So not only, not only you know, these are rare. <laughs> they're hard to get. Uh, they're expensive. And it, this, is, this is the top Pokemon. You know what I mean? Everyone yeah. wants the Zards. Uh, whether you're a hype beast or not, this is, these are great cards to have. I need to, I need to get me the, the, the Plasma Storm Zard. Uh, I had an opportunity to get Stormfront Zard for like 400. Uh, I passed on it, but... Um, it was like an eight or something like that. Uh oh. Yeah. Okay. What's wrong? What'd you say? Uh oh for? Uh, I was losing you a bit here. Oh, okay. And then like I got a big old exclamation point on my screen. Oh, we're good. We're good. <laughs> I think I might be losing like some. Dude, the internet here sucks. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that is it for the grab. So congrats to ATM. You guys can go ahead and tag him in the court if you'd like. He's going to get a thousand Gengar coin. As long as I get yeah. tagged, as long as I get tagged in the court, I'll, I'll give him the coins. Um, all right. And that's congrats, it for the grabs. Week. Yeah. Congrats. This was a, this was a tough week. This was a tough week. I can tell you that. Let me see here. I think my stream stream's going down. Oh yeah. Stream might be slowing down guys. Uh, internet, internet, internet. Okay. Oh wow! Whoa, there's a bunch of, lots of bunch of you guys in here. Whoa. Okay. <clears throat> All right, guys, we're back here. Let me see. Um, Everyone that's uh, you know, tuning into the live right now, just see ya. That's tight. <laughs> yeah. Just did, I just got caught off guard. I didn't even know. I didn't even notice there's that many people in there talking. Okay. Uh, let's get into Digi Destin this week. Here we go. Digimon, mm. dit, 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 dit. here we go, guys. Digimon this week. Uh, this is an interesting topic. I don't know uh, how this is going to be received because it's kind of kind of a different take here. But uh, we got to talk about it here. Boom. Yeah. We are talking about the animated series cards graded in PSA. Um, I Sick. I have seen. I, like I have seen a a large increase in the Digimon animated series cards being graded by PSA. Uh, go on eBay. There's, you know, there, there's a handful of sellers that have a bunch of them. So there's not a lot of sellers selling them, but there's maybe four or five guys that have a ton of them graded. <clears throat> so 
you look at the prices there off to the left, uh, you got, you know, uh, $49, $34, and $29. Now, the, the interesting thing about the animated series is that these are cards, these are prints of, you know, the, the anime that we watched as kids, right? Um, but there's another dynamic to it that might make it very valuable. And that's, they have different rarities of the same card. So you have the unlimited version. You have the silver prism exclusive hollow. And then you have the gold prism exclusive preview. So there's three different rarities of the same card. So one one is non-hollow. One's hollow with the uh, silver exclusive preview. And if I'm not mistaken, there's actually a hollow without the silver exclusive preview stamp as well. And then you have another level beyond that, which is gold prism exclusive preview. And those are serial numbered zero to a hundred. You know what I mean? So now we, we all know, we all know that Digibattle is the king right now in terms of which vintage one is more valuable. Uh, but cause we, the, the gold prisms, people have them on sale, like on eBay for like 35, 40, 50, 60,000. Right. But no one's buying them. So there's not a lot of there's a lot of static coming out of your mic. I don't know what that is. Is there? Yeah, it's like I don't know what it is. Oh, it's probably your phone shooting signal into it. Um Oh, is that what it is? It might be. But uh the gold prisms are serial numbered zero to hundred. So that's something that Digibattle doesn't have, right? Uh Digibattle also has you know Digibattle has first edition and unlimited edition, but they stopped doing it after series two. So it kind of like tarnished that whole, this is a first edition deal. Like no one really cares, right? But the trend that I'm seeing with the PSA slabs is that if you had an exclusive preview, you know, that's pretty much first edition and people are treating it that way. And you can see a noticeable difference in the price. Now, if you look at the price of the slabs, you know, you're talking 30, 35, $50. They're cheap, right? They're not, they're cheap. They're not super expensive. Um, but, Wait, are they these are they these upper deck ones? Yes. Yes. Okay. But I kind of like this. I like this as a wild card play because for all we know, all of us guys collecting Digibattle because we one, we love it, but two, we're like, hey, I think it's on the way. You know, because I, I do believe it is on the way. But part of me is like, you know, the market could go the other way and decide that these animated series cards are a better candidate for collecting because they have multiple prints of the same card in different rarities, which means it's scalable, right? So you can have a low end, you know, selected kids card. You could have a middle end selected kids card. Then you could have, you know, mid to upper, and then you can have the, the grail. That's very much like Pokemon in that aspect. Um, so there's, there's a lot to think about here. Nobody knows, you know, um, Nobody knows how it's going to play out, but I want to bring it to your attention. That I, I I like it, you know. And it's, um, these these aren't that expensive, so it's a low risk, um, and it's the artwork from the TV show, which makes it really cool, uh, you know. And I think that stamp, I think that stamp has some significance because you know Digibattle kind of didn't do that, and uh, I mean you got gold stamp and you got hollow, but this. This is being annotated on the on the slab itself, right? So it's like it's like saying exclusive preview silver prism. 
That's a big deal, right? And then you got exclusive preview gold prism. I think I think that it adds sick. it adds a it adds like a layer. You know what I mean? There's like a layer. There's levels to this collecting. You know what I mean? These are some these are some sick Digimon. They're cards. sweet. Yeah, people like sleep these. on them. People sleep on them, and I think they're cost efficient right now. You know, they're, I really like these. You know, you could buy a slab. We talk about buying Pokemon for forty bucks. Why not buy a Digimon slab for uh for thirty bucks? I just don't know. I just don't, can't tell the difference in what they are because some of them have the original Digimon. Like the logo up in the top right, it's like embossed and in like gold or right. silver. That, well, that's what I'm trying to tell you. That's a so that's an exclusive preview, and that basically means oh. it's first edition. Oh, okay, I see. Yep. Let me see here. Oh, you can buy a sealed pack of it, huh? Yeah, you can buy a box if you like. Really? Yep. And here's the thing: if you buy, it doesn't a, mean you're gonna you're not gonna get those preview cards though. If well, no. See, you can. Uh, it'll tell you on the box. And the thing is, is, is if you buy an exclusive preview box, it's not not likely, but there's a chance that you could pull the gold prism serial number cards that are 0 to 100. Yeah. Not, it's not likely. I'm sure the majority of them have already been pulled because you're talking 0 to 100. But if you get an exclusive preview box, there's a chance. Is there telltale signs for like an exclusive preview box or they, they look pretty similar? I think it says it on the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um I'm looking at this wizard I'm looking at this wizard mon silver stamp. Yeah, it's sick. Right now. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing is that you don't even collect you don't really collect Digibattle, but this drew your attention, you know what I mean? They just look sweet, you know, and and they're cheap. Yeah, immediately. They're cheap. Where is that that's a PSA six, but why does that one look different? It has a hollow foil prism this is a different card because i'm looking at one and it has a silver stamp but it doesn't have any of that hollow foil on it yeah right because there's there's prisms prisms is basically like the, that hollow you can get an exclusive preview that's not hollow oh yeah okay, think, well, think like that because i like i like wizardmon think of the exclusive preview as a first edition stamp and then you can get hollows of first edition stamps you know what i mean yeah and then if you get a gold prism that means you got something that's serial numbered that's and that's and what the I'm gold, and the gold prism has the gold prism has a gold stamp on it. Yeah. No. The stamps are just for the exclusives. Yeah, exclusive previews, yeah. But then if you don't get an exclusive, then you just get the ones that so a, a there's gold, no stamp on it. Look at look at the picture up there. The selected yeah, kids, yeah. It. There's it's not hollow. What's, what's, the one the, what's the one in the top right? That is a that's, that's a silver prism exclusive preview. It's got the stamp that says exclusive preview and it's a silver prism. Yeah, I got to do my research on these. These are a little bit confusing. Yeah, but that's the thing, though, is that there's levels to it. You know what I mean? With Digibattle, yeah. with Digibattle, you either get you either team hollow or your team gold stamp. That's it. You know what I mean? There's no first yeah. edition. There's no first edition. Uh, there's no serial numbers, you know, besides the promo. Um, but that, you know, this this could be big. Like this Gautomon's sick right here. 15 bucks. Yeah. What? Dude, this Skull Marimon's sick too, but it's not a prism. I like the prism ones with the silver stamps. Those are sick. Yeah. Those are exclusive previews. So yeah. check them out, guys. Let me know what you guys think. Um, and let's see here. Let's get into the Digimon highest sale of the week. Here we go. 
Boom, there we go. Digimon highest sale of the week. So we already talked. Um we already talked about the PSA 10 Omni. We know it went for 3.8. And then I also showed you guys the PSA 9 Omni that went for 750, right? So here's another high sale of the week. I wanted to show you another PSA 9 sale. This one went for 1680. Oh, just recently? Yeah, yes. January 3rd. So now now you guys can see this is why I said that that Omnimon is risky, right? Because we got we're we're selling this card now for 475, 500, maybe 600 on a good day. PSA 10 goes for 3.8 K. PSA 9 sells for 750 up to 1680. Right? Remember guys, 1600 was the original raw price and a couple copies sold like that. So now you got this giant window that you have to play in. You're like, dang, I could get potentially make 750 to 1680 for a PSA 9. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And I just, that's the type of stuff I want you guys to start like thinking about if you really want to get into like grading the, the high end stuff. And this, this is the risk you take, you know, because you could totally win. You could totally win if you got a card for 475 and graded it and sold it for 1680. That's a win. Uh, but it's not black and white, right? On any given day, you could get got and and make a terrible sale. Um, hey, Jake said he can show you the different pictures and the differences of the the prisms, exclusive previews, and all that. I would I would love that, Jake. Because I'm super interested. I mean, I'm I'm like they're sick, those right? Are like some of the sickest Digimon I've seen. Like it's it's just because for me, the reason why old Digimon doesn't pull me in that much. I love the artwork. I hate. I hate how they do their rarities. Like like a gold stamp. I like the gold stamp, but also put someone else sparkly on there too. Because the gold <laughs> stamp is just not enough. You know what I mean? It's not enough. It's and then like the hollow, the hollow like the you know what hollow photo they use doesn't even bling. It doesn't even shine. It's just like dull. It's like, what is that? I I think the hollows look sick, uh, to be honest. I think the Digi Digi Battle Hollows are like they're like on another level. They kinda they kinda look like a like gold leaf to me. Gold leaf. Yeah, you know, like like the gold paper, like the fake gold oh. leaf paper. Oh. Yeah. I think they look great. Um, they really do bling, especially like a minty one. But either way, um, those other cards look great too. Upper deck looks yeah. great. Okay, yeah. so Omni this week, highest sale of the week for Digimon. It's on our radar, guys, you know, and I I can tell you that I'm not gonna try and make this move. I, I tried to go for the ten and I lost. Uh but you know, I, I can wait. I'm patient, but um, if if you're a risk taker and you like Omnimon, this is a great play. Okay, uh, that's it for Digimon this week. Let's get into Dragon Ball. Here we go. This is a new sample too. Yeah. Oh, I think I, one thing I did notice is that we can't hear any samples if you listen to it live through YouTube. Oh, that's right. Okay, my bad, guys. You guys... No, they can. They can. No, because I had my headphones in, and I didn't hear the intro. Doom, doom, doom. Yeah, it should It should be getting pushed out. Can you guys hear the samples? You guys let me know. Okay, Dragon Ball. Here we go. Boom. So, I know Devin already talked about Realm of the Gods. This is just a... Uh, yeah, he can hear the samples, dude. Really? Um, yeah. I know they can because I did it on the box break last week. I was playing Halo for him. It was funny. I must, I must have my audio still messed up because I didn't hear uh, nothing beginning. So I was just sitting there like, huh? 
Oh, okay. Um, so this realm of the gods picture, Devin already covered it. That was that's just a picture, guys. We're not talking about realm of the gods today. Let's get into this article here. I believe it's from um, blah, blah, blah. Bleeding Cool again. This Wait, is just I thought we were talking realm of gods. <laughs> it's just clickbait. Uh, this is just a small, I guess you could say, overview of what you know some Dragon Ball fans want to see from Dragon Ball Super in 2022. So it's just a, a overall news, like, hey, what do we? This is what we want to see. Hey, that's cool. I mean, we don't really have anyone that's too deep in Dragon Ball, so yeah. it'd be nice great. to see what like other collectors, what collectors of Dragon Ball actually want. So yeah. I want, I would like to see that. And there, there's some big stuff in here, guys. There's some big stuff in here. So they say Happy New Year. This is what they hope for in Dragon Ball. First off, they want to see a themed booster. Remember, our last themed booster was World Martial Arts Tournament. But here, check this out. This is the it's cool. Okay. This is the cool part. Dragon Ball Super Card Game generally releases four main sets per year with a special shit, uh, special shiz, special set, or two thrown in there. Okay, in twenty twenty one, yeah, in twenty twenty one, we saw Battle Evolution Booster as as somewhat random sets of cards released earlier in the year as the first Evolution Booster set, and then Myth- Mythic Booster as the end of the year as a mixed reprint set. Okay, in the past, special sets were themed boosters that were united around a single focus. Tournament of Power was the first, World Martial Arts Tournament the second, and Saiyan Frieza uh, focused Clash of Fates third. It has now been almost three years since the release of a theme booster, so they're saying we're due for one. Here's the other part. These are some of Bandai's strongest releases, and with a new Dragon Ball Super movie, movie coming out, now's the time. Could you imagine if they made a Dragon Ball superhero set theme set based around Gohan? Do you guys realize how significant that is? Because Devin's been telling you the Gohan signature card is like a sleeper and people are sleeping on him. If this movie pops off, that Gohan sig is go- it's through the roof. Forget oh, about yeah. it. Forget about oh, it. Oh yeah. I got to pick mine up still. <laughs> I was watching one that I think it was already graded like pick- Piccolo like, stock ah, low, like 600 or 700 bucks. Piccolo stock is going to go through the roof. Shout out Jake. If he gets us a good, if he gets a good, you know, good, good, uh, screen time. Uh, the right. other thing too, is that I don't know if you guys noticed, but Brawley is making a feature in this movie. He's training with Goku. I didn't see that. He's training with Weez is training with Goku and Brawley. Wow. I have to watch so, that trailer again. I didn't see that. Dude, yeah. I'm so stoked for it though. Could you oh, guys man. could you guys imagine a Brawly Gohan fusion? What? Dude, that'd be nuts. <laughs> On top of so we already know Brawly Brawly sells for a lot, but now he's gonna have some likability because he's always been a villain. But now he's training with Goku. And Gohan right. Gohan gets his own movie where he's the main guy. Yeah. Dude, we we might see Gohan stock go through the roof. And we're yeah. talking about we're talking about older Gohan, not Team Gohan. And I, I got some good Gohan cards that like I don't have the the dependable Sun Gohan the signature, but I got some good other like Gohan SPRs and like box stoppers that I'm like yes, finally he gets some rep. Yeah. Uh, so the other thing they're looking for is more traditional reprints. Even though they're delayed, Bandai has set in motion full reprints of recent sets: Rise of the Unison Warrior, Vermilion Bloodline, 
Reprinting entire sets as is works better to me than continuing the Mythic Booster series for collectors. So they'd rather see the older cards and, you know, what they're doing now. Okay. Continue down the path of fan favorite focuses. The last two sets, Saiyan Showdown and Cross Spirits, have done a great job of focusing on iconic characters and recreating important scenes from the anime. My hope is that this remains a direction of the Dragon Ball Super card game, pulling back a bit on featuring Super Dragon Ball heroes and other non, non-canon materials. So there you go. They want fan service uh, instead of, you know, um, going, going with the superheroes and things like that that, aren't, that don't exist in canon uh, material. Okay. Can you hear yourself? Is that why you keep pausing? No, it's just that static. I keep hearing like a static, but it's okay. All right, pool rate changes. Yeah, I, keep it, I keep seeing it pop up. That's why. Here we go. Pool rate changes. With the Dawn of God rares coming to the hobby, the current SCR pool rates should change. Oh, because they have God rares now. All right. Introducing a rarity that's going to be more scarce than two of a kind per case of 12 seems like a way to block completionist collectors from enjoying the hobby fully. To me, this plan works only if SCRs become a bit easier to obtain with God Rares filling in the SCR, SCR rarities. Oh, wow. That's a big deal. Um, that means newer sets, SCRs could pro- possibly be easier to pull, but then the God Rare would be the same as pulling an SCR right now. Here's the thing, though. That means any sealed box that was prior to that, SCRs, their price is probably going to go up because they're literally making them more rare. Well, what well what what Dragon Ball had said when I had covered it is Dragon Ball said that they the reason why that they that they wanted to add in a new rarity of God Rare was um, not to make the pull rates harder, but to open up more artwork because I guess I guess they have like certain people that they put on certain rarities of cards, like they won't put a certain character on a certain rarity. Oh, I see. Because of the popularity, so they wanted to be able to open up more a wider variety of artwork. For SPRs, so like you only get what five SPRs in a set. Oh, and I you know. get two yeah. SD, you get two SCRs, so like they can only like yeah, they, they're limited. If they give you two SPRs, they're limited on what, what characters they can give you. So mm-hmm. they want more people to get SPRs. So they're like, well, it's not that they want you to get more SPRs. They want to be able to make more characters of an SPR in a set. So like you wouldn't just have like Gohan or Frieza, you know? And you're like, well, I don't like either one of them. I like Goku and I like Vegeta. So yeah, screw yeah. that box. Yeah, yeah. They want to give you Gohan, Frieza, Piccolo, Goku, Vegeta, Hit, and then King Cold, and all these other guys, and that op- opens up like ten of them. You know, so now you you have a chance of getting SPR, same chance of getting SPR, but now you have more possibilities of who you get. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But SCRs are still. They're saying that they that they want to keep SCRs at the same pool rate, and then like God, God, will take God the, rarities will be like really a starlight. Hard. It would be like a god. It'd be like hard as hell yeah introducing a rarity that's going to be more scarce than two of a kind per case of 12 wow so and that and that would be your that would be your your scr so they want to make it even harder than that so your scr would be two in a case yeah yeah wow okay so there you guys go i, I like all these ideas by the way um i'm, I'm so cool like, with so it so maybe maybe the whole dragon ball thing where you buy one case and you can complete a whole set is basically going to be done now because you have now you have 10 sprs instead of like five you know yeah so yeah for sure. i think maybe that's i think that's kind of a good thing too you know what i mean it makes these these cards a little more rare mm. 
at least the SPRs. You know how like in Dragon Ball, like you go from SCR, then you have a few SPR hitters, and then it just tanks. Yeah. Yep. You know, so it's like, man, it sometimes it's not worth it to open up Dragon Ball because you're like, man, even if I pull like some of the sickest cards, like I'm still in the hole, like for for thirty bucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I can sure. only I can only sell the other SPRs for like eight or five or something like that. Right. So now with more SPRs, I think we'll be able to see like more cars that can sell in a better rate. So maybe it'll help with a uh, Dragon Ball's TCG Battle Royale like standing, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make the the ripping potential. Mhm. All right, guys, so there's the news this week. I I'm I'm on board with all that stuff. Uh here we go with the Dragon Ball highest sale of the week. Boom, let me close this window out. Ooh. All right, there we go. Dragon Ball highest sale of the week. PSA 10 Dragon Ball Super 6-card bundle with the bonus. So I, I have the, the link here so we can check out the, what the bonus was. Uh, best offer accepted at $3,200. Let's check it out. You guys get a full look here. So here's the 6-card lot. You got Brawly in a 10. That's a sick card. Destroyer Kings, Brawly. That is a sick card. Didn't... Mm. Here we go, and then look. Another Brawly from Vermilion Bloodline. PSA 10. Cell, PSA 10. Baby, Saiyan Destroyer, PSA 10. Who's even that? Who's even that? <laughs> That's GT. Who the hell is even that? Let's see. The next one, this one's sick, guys. This one, I didn't even know this existed. Janemba. Oh, PSA 10. Look at that. Malicious Macarena. That is sick. Yeah, that thing is baller. That's baby, baby Jamba. Cause that's baby on the side, huh? Yeah. Baby Jamba. Yeah. Oh, dude, I got to get that one. That one's sick. And then your boy Gogeta PSA 10. So we got that one's sick too. Yeah. That's SCR. This is a big deal. SCR, is- SCR, SCR. Where is he from? Unison Warriors, Rise of Unison Warriors. Ah, uh, wow. Damn, yeah. sick. So all of that for $3,200, and then here's the bonus. Here you go. Boom, 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 and boom. Battle Evolution Booster. So this was what he got for 3200 This Brawly card is sick, though. That Brawly card is sick, yeah. And the Janemba. The Janemba is sick, yeah. Uh, and this is a great lot. Yeah, all, yeah, that's actually a chase yeah. card. Everyone's in on this one. If you don't have... um. What's it called? Every, a lot of people were big on this because it's one of the few like Gogeta cards in yeah. Super Saiyan 4. Hmm. Yeah, I gotta get it. Boom. Sick. It's probably like five, six hundred bucks. Yeah. So there you guys go. Thirty two hundred bucks. Uh that's I think that's a great, great deal for both both parties. And let's see here. Let me uh, get back into our slide. Oh, one thing one thing I did notice because I, I was going through the highest sale of the week uh, for Dragon Ball. Uh for this week, and I, I don't think I, I don't think I, I posted anything because I saw a few of the listings. That's why I want to bring it up. I saw a few of the listings, and I was like, I think we've covered these ones before. And I think there's like a something scummy going on on eBay in terms of Dragon Ball cards. Yeah, because there is like there's like three or four listings that I see every single week. Yep. sold for less, and then sold for more, and then sold for less, and then sold for more, and it's the same exact listing, different description. Mm. And I'm like, what? Yeah, because I went on one iota and I saw like like the different one. I was like, oh, not one iota. Why do I keep saying that? One thirty point. One thirty point. 
130 point. It's it's SGC, not CGC. <laughs> 130 yeah, yeah, point. Yeah. Uh, anyways, 130 point. Um, yeah, I went on there and I, and then when I was looking look through the high sell of the week, I was like, wow, these are all these are all scams or something because they were I could see the different selling points and I was like, there's no way someone bought it for eight thousand and sold it for three thousand. There's no way. No, you're right. Yeah, and, then, and there's someone bought it again for for four. Come on. Yeah, there's something going on there. Yeah. So just just beware if you guys are following these high sell of the weeks, so you guys are doing it on your own, or you guys are trying to filter these out yourself, and you guys are trying to make your own judgments and doing your research. Just be aware of that and use this one thirty point so that you can see that some of this is scammy, scummy, and uh, maybe like maybe someone's trying to build the Dragon Ball Z market, and it may look a little bit better or sweeter than what it is right now. Which mm. you can't deny, like something like this, yeah, going for thirty two hundred bucks, it's there. Dragon Ball Dragon Ball collecting is here to stay. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not saying that like, hey, the the five thousand dollar you know P- PSA ten Goku's Awakening isn't a real sale. It's all faulty. I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm just saying that some of them are kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that was it. Just want to bring that up. PSA. There you guys go. All right. Uh, looks like we're getting into Yu-Gi-Oh. Here we go. Boom. Oh dang. Here we go. This one's coming out and crushing it um, for Yu-Gi-Oh. I love this card. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure if you guys are a Yu-Gi-Oh fan, you're all gonna <laughs> know this card. We've actually talked about it before. So 2004 Yu-Gi-Oh Shonen Jump Champion Series EN001 Cyberstein PSA 10. Yeah. So these Shonen Jump cards we have talked about. We talked about all different kinds of the Shonen Jump cards. Um, but this one here, Cyberstein, he is everyone. If you know Yu-Gi-Oh, you know Cyberstein. Like. I don't I don't know how you don't know Cyberstein. Cyberstein was like What are they what are they playing competitive though? Aren't you supposed to play with four thousand life points? Huh? In com- yeah, yeah. In competitive. So that's what I don't understand about his effect is that you have to give up five thousand to special summon a uh fusion of any type in attack mode. So you would like if you that was the first card you pulled, you would die unless there's unless there was a card back then that gave you uh LP. Yeah, but I think Cyberstein was more I think I think Cyberstein was more the. I might be wrong here. I might be wrong, but I think he's more of a meme. Mm. No, because he was you know? he was so meta they got rid of him. They yeah, banned I him. he was banned. He was banned for a long time. Yeah. So did someone learn how to make the meme? I th- but I think that's what Yu Gi Oh made it for is, is like a meme. Mm. You know, like that's why he's he's a championship series card because he's he's memey. You know, like his his effect is memey. Yeah, he'll kill like you if, if you use him. You would die. You. Just like kind of their other championship cards are like. You can summon this card, but you have to sacrifice three, but he cannot attack anything, and, and he has no effect on these types. And it's like, well, then what the hell does this card do? <laughs> you know, you like, know? like if somehow you could preserve your life points, because back then when he came out, the only fusion, the only fusion that, that could run through anyone was an was a Ultimate Dragon. So if you've yeah. got Ultimate Dragon, you're beating everyone, especially right. because you can summon him on your first play. All you do is use his effect... Pay five thousand. Screw around and get trap hold. Yeah, <laughs> You're done. Yeah. Well, if you, but I'm, yeah, exactly. Trap hold done. Yeah, but anyway, Cyberstein, he was banned. A lot of everyone in Yu-Gi-Oh knows him. Whether you know him from being a, a meme, you know him from the Shonen Jump. You know him as a championship championship series. You know him as a as a menace when you played whatever it was. Cyberstein is super super iconic when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh. Shonen Jump is another one of those uh Another one of those things that are in Yu-Gi-Oh that make it like extremely valuable. Uh, Shonen Jump was a big magazine. I think they're still around today too. I'm pretty sure. But 
this is something that obviously uh, you're not going to be able to replicate anything of it. Like finding one of his, even I'm sure in a PSA, PSA one is like probably more, <laughs> probably even more. You know what I mean? Um, but again, it's just really cool to see these things. $28,000 for um, a PSA 10 Cyberstein Shonen Jump 2004 card. I, I mean, think that's super sick. This card I mean, was like, they did like articles on this card in every freaking magazine back in the day. Like, it's all yeah, just... yeah. You used to see it everywhere. Yep. Cyberstein was all over the place. Mm -hmm. It was a big deal. Yep. Yep. And just for a little two star monster that, and, and like his his animation or like his graphics, his artwork aren't even that great. It doesn't even look like he, he was meant to be a star, but <laughs> he became a star. So I think it's a sick card. Nice. All right. Yep. Here we go. Uh, oh, next part here. Boom. Topic for the week in Yu-Gi-Oh! We're talking dark dual stories. Oh my gosh. So, <laughs> yes. How many of you guys? So, like, back when Dude, I was Look at that Game Boy Color. Oh my gosh. I, I know. When I was solo podcasting, um, I covered a high sell the week in Yu-Gi-Oh! It was a $19,000 PSA 10 um, Blue Eyes from Dark Duel Stories. And I was like, huh, I haven't really done my research, but Dark Duel Stories, for some reason, it kept ringing a bell. And I remember I said it. I was like, huh, I feel like... I was like, I've heard about that and I've seen this, but I don't really... I can't really put like two and two together. So I, I said I would cover it in the heart of cards. So here we go. Dark Duel Stories. It's the Game Boy game. So Game Boy Color. I don't know if you guys remember. I remember this game. I bought this game. I bought this game. And the reason why I know I bought this game is because I have cards from... I remember having car the cards. And when I show you, Danny, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember those cards. We didn't have the banger ones. We didn't have... We got the, we, we <laughs> the, got the bad ones. box. We got the bad box. But anyways... <laughs> Here we go. Dark Duel Stories, the Game Boy Color game. Um, if you guys saw it, saw it or played it when you were kids, you guys will understand. But here we go. Go to the next slide. These are the cards that we're going to talk about here. Yeah. So these cards right here that we're going to talk about, that Blue Eyes right there, um, that's the Blue Eyes that sold for $19,000 just a couple weeks ago. Um, then we have the Dark Magician, and then we have Exodia. So these cards right here. Um, Those are the ones you want. Yeah, the game was released March 19, 2002. There's a total of six promo cards. And all of them, all of them are prismatic secret rare. So for a card back in 2002, to be a secret rare was was like that was the best card you can get, mm -hmm. best possible card you can get. Now for it to be a prismatic secret rare, that was like even something even more like ahead of its time, yeah. More more icing on the cake, you know what I mean? And they still keep this prismatic rare secret rare style around today. So again, all these things are just adding up to why Dark Duel Stories is just a banger of promo cards and a banger of a game now but two sets were released the first one had so this is where this is where you'll understand the f two sets were released so like like two sets of the actual game was released okay so in the first set you would you got exodia blue eyes and dark magician in the second one you got acid trap hole sayaru and salamandra that's the next one yeah so go ahead and go to the next slide so oh, yeah. You remember those? Yep, yep, I had yep. those. Yep, yep. And remember, that's why I said in Ghost of the Past, I was like, dude, that, that Sayaru, or whatever his name is, yep. Sayaru, and then the other one, the white dragon with, mm -hmm. the, with the horn. What's his name? Uh, I don't even know his name, but whatever. Yeah, I understand. Uh, I, was yeah. Like, I was like, I want those cards because I remember them. And I remembered them from when I opened up my Dark Duel stories and I got this secret rare right here. And then Salamandra, I had that card forever. I don't even know what happened to it, but I had it forever. <laughs> and I remember it being in that prismatic that prismatic and i remember uh, sayaru being that prismatic like secret rare yeah, yeah and i remember being like these things are blinging like these things are so blinging and acid trap i think i just like you know what i mean it was like, whatever yeah um but it's a sick card i should have kept it no i, I remember <laughs> it, yeah kid. but uh anyways yeah these are super sick um 
They are. So the last three, the the, th the one, the ones I had aren't that expensive. Um, obviously the first three, the ones that everyone knows are going to be expensive. So if you guys are really into Yu-Gi-Oh, I would suggest going back and buying some of these raw if you can, or maybe just buying a sealed like a sealed Game Boy Color Dark Dual Story game. Like awesome. maybe you buy one sealed, that'd be awesome. You could, but they go for thousands of dollars. Like I found one, like the lowest price one I found was, I believe seventeen hundred dollars. That would be awesome though. Oh my gosh. $1,700 for the sealed one, and that, that ensures that you probably get the best the best cards if you don't buy already graded. Um, but just know that the graded ones are pricey too. So make sure that you guys love these cards, you guys love Yu-Gi-Oh! And even if you don't, just as a collector in and of itself, these cards right here have a story, they have the rarity, they have the exclu exclusivity, and they have like the fan favorite all-time like bangers and they've already reached the high sale of the week we saw the blue eyes in the high sale of the week a couple weeks ago so yeah again i think these cards are great dark dual stories i don't think you pass on it find a way to get your foot in the door somehow like just however you can you know whether you go get a psa 4 or 5 you know mm -hmm. these are old 2002 Yu-Gi-Oh cards kids play with them so if it's in a five or six condition that just means that hey this was in the hands of somebody and it's survived the whole entire years to get graded and put into a slab and now you have it so as a collector i think that's dope and if you're a Yu-Gi-Oh player like I am, you'll think it's sick too. So okay. uh, that's it for Yu-Gi-Oh. Dark awesome. Duel Stories, man. Awesome. Sick. And that is it for the podcast today, guys. You got to get one of those Dark Magician, dude. I'm going to try. I'll try. I'll try. If you enjoyed the show, guys, please, uh, if you're not a supporter of the podcast, please click the link uh, that'll be available in this video once it posts on YouTube. Uh, and you can make a small donation to the podcast. Again, what do we use that money for? Easy stuff, guys. This equipment that you see me using, that's what it pays for. The box breaks, that's what it pays for, which ultimately goes back to you guys. Um, these fancy little lights that we got, right? Like, that's where that stuff goes to. Um, it's always used to make the podcast better. Um, and we're still on the road to 13,000 streams. I haven't checked yet, but we might be just about there here pretty soon. Um, so, who knows? Maybe we'll be on to 14 uh, within the next few weeks. Um, let's see. We did a box break last week. It was really fun. Thank you guys for all, uh, you know, for uh, oh. doing that. Yeah, I, I apologize for missing out on that one, guys. I that day, dude, I had a headache out the out the yeah, like I couldn't even I couldn't even open my eyes. It's all it was good. that bad. It was it was a good but, uh, time. Um, and yeah, uh, how'd it go? How would you guys? Would you guys pull? You guys pulled like some sweet stuff. What's yeah. the biggest pull? Um, I think it was uh, a uh, oh my gosh, I'm drawing blanks. I think it was an SR, SR, uh, Batman, the Dark Knight, uh, from Batman Ninja, Weiss Wars. Mm. Yeah. Um, what's it called? Jello. We call him the Dark Jello now because he bought like. Oh, and he was, and he was hoping for like yeah. something sick. Yeah. No, he, he did pretty good. Um, okay, sweet. We have yet to find out if Digimon and Dragon Ball got a secret rare, uh, because those were the only two that had a couple packs left. So they're probably there's probably some secret rares that are stuck in those boxes right now. We don't know. Ooh. It's a mystery. Wow. Yeah. Uh -huh. Altart or something like that. Uh, but yeah, it's a good box break. Um, you guys' orders should have been shipped out and should be coming to you any day now. Uh, and let's see, we got about two or three weeks before we do another box break. So let's start talking in the cord, seeing what we want to do, what we're interested in. I heard stuff about uh, Ninja Turtles Unleashed, uh, which is a... That's that's a banger of a set. Uh, if we get our hands on that, um, with, there's classic collection probably talk, talk coming out next week. I think uh, for Digimon, 
So there's a lot of stuff we can do, a lot of stuff we can talk about. Let's uh, just start the conversation and see what we all want to do. All right. Yep, I like it. That's it. Okay. We'll see you guys next week on episode 66 of the podcast. If you guys like this uh, special live version, let us know. Uh, obviously, we have some things to work out, but let us know what you think. And that's it, guys. Thanks Need for watching. Feedback, guys. Yes. So episode 60, 66, right? Episode 66. Later. All right. Peace, guys.